Welcome to the Macros for Life podcast, where we talk all things macros, business, and marriage. We're your hosts, Eve and Randall Guzman. Visit our website at www.gtransformationacademy.com, where you can download our free How to Track Macros guide. This guide has helped over 15,000 people start their macro tracking journey. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Macros for Life podcast. Today, we have a good topic. Probably going to strike a nerve with some of y'all, but that's what we're here for. I think that's what we like to do. Say what? That's what we like to do. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes it needs to be done. Right? We can't always stroke that ego. Today, we're going to be talking about doing diets that don't work for you. That's a major thing. It's a major thing. And the reason people do diets, I'm not going to say it's the only reason, but one big reason that people are jumping in all these diets that don't work for them is because instead of focusing on yourself, you're too busy watching everyone on social media and you're seeing their body and seeing what they are showing. And then they're talking about their intermittent, intermittent fasting or doing keto or they're going, they went vegetarian and they're showing you a finished product. They're not showing you everything they went through. They're not talking about that your habits are different than their habits. Um, you, after all, you have to pick a diet that works for you. You have to pick a diet that fits your lifestyle. You have to pick a diet that's maintainable and one that will fit your goals because every diet is not the same. There are multiple diets that'll work for you, but every diet is not going to give you the same results. I agree. I definitely agree. People see like, Jenny lost 25 pounds. Ricky lost 31 pounds. They look at number and photos and they're like, I'm doing it. Mm -hmm. They do absolutely no research. No research. Like no research. None. And it's easy to get motivated by seeing someone's progress and go, I'm going to jump in and I'm going to do this diet. I'm going to do keto because this guy did keto. He has six pack abs. And I want six-pack abs, but, I mean, you love bread. You love pasta. How are you going to do keto? How long are you going to last? Are you going to last the three to five days that it takes to even get you into keto? And then once you get there, how are you going to stay? How long are you going to stay there? Definitely. I mean, we see it, like, all the time. I think, like, we get clients that apply to work with us. And they're like, I'm thinking about doing keto with my macros because I have like 60 pounds to lose. And the first thing I say is like, why keto? And then they may go like, keto helps me lose weight or keto will help me lose weight based on everything that I've seen. And then my next question is, do you like rice? Do you like potatoes? Um, Do you like bread? And they're like, yeah. And I'm like, okay, question number three, like, let's talk about like, what is essentially going to work for you? And my next question is usually the last one is, can you give up those things forever? And they're like, no. And I'm like, you shouldn't be doing keto then. Like, it's not, if you can't get, if you can't get going on a diet that can last forever, like don't even start because then you have to find the post diet 
and have a plan to transition back into what you used to do. And that's a whole new learning curve. You're probably definitely going to have some weight regain. But when you eat a way that you typically wouldn't eat when you're in a weight loss phase, you almost quadruple the chances for more weight regain because you're going to go back to eating how you want to eat anyway. Um, and most people don't understand, you guys, that keto is a is short-term is short diet. It is a temporary strategy, and it has not been a diet that is created for the general population. You get really, really fast results, but you can also gain all that, that weight back really fucking fast. Really fucking fast. Absolutely. Once you start eating those carbs, your body is going to process those carbs in a different way than it was before when it was used to processing carbs. So here comes that weight again. So you have to be careful when you're coming out of keto um, as far as how you implement those carbs back in. But we're not just picking on keto. I mean, other diets, I mean, some people go vegan, vegetarian, and they love meat. Like, again, why? I mean, why, why, why would you pick that one if you love meat? Also, if you're carb resistant, then uh, being a vegetarian or being a vegan, vegan is less likely to work for you because veggies are carbs. Most of your protein sources are going to be carb heavy. So you have to consider those things when you're going into a diet. You have to consider what works best with your body and what works best with your likes, wants, and needs. Can I say something else about being plant-based? You can I say whatever you want. I can't let this go. So I think people think there's some elite level that you reach by being someone that is plant-based. Like that's like, mm -hmm. like if you're literally thinking about like relating this to like religion, let's say Christianity, like you are on the top of the list of being like right with God and good with God to get that special place in heaven if you are plant-based. I think people relate it to like this elite level, like you are the healthiest ever, but I am here to tell you guys, there are people who choose to be plant-based and are vegan and may not be healthy because it depends on how their food is processed. Um, are they kind of like a junk food vegan? And I'm also here to tell you that you can eat meat. You can be pescatarian. Um, you can even have meat replacement products and still be healthy. And you do not have to be plant-based to be considered healthy. Um, you guys can definitely do that without giving up meat if you don't want to uh, give up meat. Absolutely. I 100% agree. I mean, it is definitely benefits to every diet. You know what I mean? There are some benefits to plant-based diets, but like she said, I mean, if your plant-based diet is mainly processed food, you're doing yourself no favors. Um, you know, a lot of people go on plant-based plant diets and then they eat processed foods like the Beyond Burgers or, you know, any other processed food that are that is made in the stores to be like uh, other meats. And if you read the nutrition labels, on those foods a lot of those foods are worse than the meat that you're trying to replace mm -hmm. so you have to be careful what you're choosing to eat when you go on those diets i mean yeah plant-based eat it from the ground that's plant-based mm -hmm. yeah absolutely and the same thing applies to like cleansing and fasting 
and whatever diet you guys are thinking, liquid diets, only smoothie diets. And um, I say plant-based is eating the majority of your food from the ground, not all of it. Yeah, yeah, I don't want anybody coming for us. Don't come. Yeah, to make sure I clear that up. Please don't come for us. (laughs) We love you, but yeah, like all of those. I'll be here. I'm here for it. (laughs) Yeah, getting rid of all your carbs, getting rid of meat, um, even going pescatarian, and like you hate fish. Like, don't do that if you don't like fish. Cleanses, fasting, um, liquid diets, water diets um partial day fasting whole day fasting because i know i'm going to get questions about that intermittent fasting that is not the diet for me um one because i am like an answer person it destroys my stomach i do better when i can have um smaller more frequent meals that are still you know higher in macros versus two big ass meals like all day like know thyself when it comes to the diet but just think if if this is a diet that you're looking at, if you can probably do it forever um, with either less calories in the deficit and more calories at maintenance, it's probably something you can do. Um, if you can't see yourself eating that list of foods forever, don't even do it. Just like leave it alone. Leave it alone. Um, next, I would probably say when it comes to like looking at a diet is like the duration and how long you should do a diet for, because maybe the food list is good. Like maybe whatever the nutritional strategy is, it seems okay, but what is the duration of this diet? And is that something that's going to work for you? Um, And all kinds of things like, do you have a vacation coming up? Um, Can you probably go hard on this for eight weeks, but because of travel and kids and maybe homeschooling, maybe you can't commit to eating like this or being in this type of deficit for six months, that type of thing. Um, But like how long is also a big deal um, outside of like the foods that you're eating? Yeah, absolutely. Duration is huge. Um, I mean, how strong are you? First of all, how strong are you as far as your willpower goes? And as far as how long are you going to be able to stay in that diet? The other thing is, how long have you been dieting? Because we know you're more effective in the beginning than you are when you're dieting over and over again. It gets a little bit harder every time, right? Mm-hmm. So you have to also consider those factors in. Um, and then are you getting out of the deficit and going back into maintenance and giving your body time to rest? I mean, all those are factors when you're deciding what type of diet and what duration you're going to be going, how long you're going to be going for. Yep. All a big deal. Definitely a big deal. Uh, next, oh, oh, go yeah. ahead. I'll no, no, do your thing. Ahead. No. You're <laughs> <right>. <laughs> next, we're going to talk about workout intensity because um, that's the thing, too. Uh, a lot of y'all probably know about 75 hard. I think most people know about 75 hard. Um, I've done it. Uh, I'm not going to I'm not here to knock it but you have people that aren't working out consistently at all and then they're saying I'm gonna jump in and I'm gonna do 75 hard Mm -hmm. so that's 75 days straight of two a days you don't kill yourself (laughs) like you it's it's going to be if you don't hurt yourself you're gonna be lucky if you're not working out consistently at all and you just jump out and you do 75 hard so that's another thing. Like, what am I going to do? How about you try to do work out three to four times a week consistently first before you jump into something like 75 hard. It was hard for me. And I work out five days a week consistently. So I know 
the 75 hard, it, it, it's hard to complete that task. It is. And not even just like the soreness um, and like the mindset piece, like what is it doing to your hormones to go from nothing to basically 14 hours a week? And I mean like men and women, like what's happening with cortisol, progesterone, what's happening to your adrenals, what's happening to top testosterone. Um, it's, I mean, these are like huge things to think about, but again, we see that after picture and we're like, well, do I can like do two days a week and then, or two days, a two a days or twice a day workouts for, you know, 75 days. Again, it's like the same thing with the food. Keto is super restrictive. Um, if it's not a lifestyle you're already doing, when you get back to eating carbs, you're going to probably have some weight regain. If you go from zero workouts a week to 14 and you're not going to be able to keep up with that, and I'm not recommending anybody ever, like Randall and I are not saying you should be doing two-a-day workouts yes. for the rest of your life. But if you go from 14 workouts a week down to four, you're going to have some weight regain as well. So same thing with, you know, that calorie um, like that calorie expenditure when it comes to either eating or burning it off, a lot of weight regain if it's not close to what you've been doing before. Yeah, and the amount of people that go down from go from 14 workouts a week to zero is insane. Like, I mean, I, I was in a group with a lot of people that did 75 hard, and a lot of people get burnt out by the end of it. So mm -hmm. they stop working out at the end of it and end up losing all of their progress. I mean, and I mean, by the time you finish, though, you beat up like knees hurt, ankles hurting, all kind of other injuries because you never get a chance to let your body recoup during that 75 days. So once that 75 days are over, people are trying to rest up and do this and do that. And then sometimes they never get back on track. So that's that to me, 75 hard is for somebody who's a little bit more seasoned. Yeah, definitely. So like Randall said, if you ain't been doing any workouts, maybe you consider like three workouts a, a week and then like maybe start to work up from that. For sure, for sure. And workout frequency. That I mean that that goes right with what we were just talking about. Uh so we don't even need to dive into that unless you got something extra to add on to it. I think when it comes to that, I would say when you're looking even at programs that are like one time a day workout strength training and stuff like that, um, if they are ones that are six and seven days a week and you're starting from scratch, I would make your first goal two or three times a week and then get up to maybe four or five. But like we're firm believers that people should have two rest days a week. Um, so we won't be signing off on y'all doing six and seven day a week workouts again anyway. And I just want to make that disclaimer when someone's like, oh, this is a lifting program, but it's not 75 hard. Again, like getting up to four to five days a week um, is, is decent. Like if you're lifting heavy enough, that's going to be good enough for you to recover. So you can actually lift some heavy shit versus like picking up light dumbbells and doing like high reps type of thing. Yeah, my suggestion would be like, yeah, jump into like a push, pull, legs workout. Um, that way you get your push day, your pull day, your legs day, and that's three days a week. And do that consistently for like, keep it up for like four to six weeks and then add a day and then mm -hmm. add another day. Um, because you don't want to get in there five days a week for two weeks and then fall off. 
But I mean, if you only got to make it three days a week, you can be sore as you want to, and you can still make three days a week in the gym. Um, and then by the time your body gets used to it, you can add in that fourth day and start working up. Um, and that, that way you create the consistency. Yep. Absolutely. And so if you guys are like listening to this and you're like, okay, I'm getting it. And I feel like, okay, they're saying I need to find a schedule and a frequency that is something appropriate for me. And the diet can't be too long. And like the food list of the diet have to be like in line with what I'm choosing. Well, then you might be going like, well, what makes these diets so effective? And the like bottom line when it comes to all of it, any diet that creates a calorie deficit will give you weight loss. Like any diet, keto does not work because you cut carbs. Keto works because some of the carbs you are cutting are reducing your overall calories and that's how you lose weight. People that go plant-based probably cut out a lot of meat and by accident, they're cutting out a lot of calories and they may not replace them um, with as many of the higher calorie satiating things that might be in like chicken tacos, steak carnitas, whatever it's going to end up being. Um, but like you, when you take a whole food group out, that's when the calorie reduction happens. Intermittent fasting will not work if there's a, not a calorie deficit. So if you're intermittent fasting and you need to eat 1800 calories a day to lose weight and you're intermittent fasting eating 2300, you're not going to lose weight. Diets only work to create weight loss when there is a calorie deficit. So you can be a pescatarian, you can eat steak every day, um, you can eat salmon, avocado, you could even fit Cheetos into your macros every single day and lose weight, as long as the calorie total every day is in a deficit for you. Like, really, that's how you lose weight. And fat loss, which is when we're losing most of that weight as fat, is going to happen when you pair that calorie deficit plus weight training. That way you're dropping calories, we're decreasing body fat, and we're building more muscle. Like that's where it happens. It's not the diet, it's the deficit. 100%. 100%. That's why it's so many ways to skin a cat. None of them are perfect, but none of them are perfect. No, no diet is perfect for everyone, right? For the masses. They're all individualized. It's all, I mean, you need to tailor it to you. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely. Absolutely. Um, so if you guys are needing help with like learning how to track your calories so that you can figure out, am I even in a calorie deficit with the foods that I like without even like touching a diet? Um, if you check the show notes today, you'll be able to find the how to track macros guide. So you can learn how to track accurately, make sure that you're in a deficit and that will help you to see, okay, can I do something consistently with the way that I'm already eating and then um, track accurate, accurately to make sure I'm losing weight? Because that's all you need. You need a deficit and a food you know, um, routine that you can be consistent with and that's how you're going to lose weight. So definitely check that out in the show notes. For sure, for sure. After y'all check that out, Make sure y'all download, like, share, and subscribe. We appreciate y'all listening as always, and we'll holler at y'all next week. Thanks for listening to our podcast today. Make sure you like, share, and tag us on Instagram. Also, subscribe to our channel so you don't miss future episodes. In the meantime, be healthy and get welcome.